Good morning, everyone. How are morning. we doing? Morning. How are you doing, Jenna Barr? Fantastic. Good. It's a beautiful day. It is. Time beautiful to day be in alive. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, I am Bob Burgey, and we are here today with our special guest, Keith Giles. And of course, we're here with Katie, my daughter Katie. Hi, everybody. Hello. All right. That was that was Katie and Keith in that order. All right. So, uh, Keith Giles is uh, what is your uh, what is your title? President. Yeah, I'm the founder and CEO of the company. Okay, founder and CEO of Veris Health Partners. You all specialize basically in uh, Medicare, um, uh, Medicare, you know, Medicare enrollment, all the Part A, Part B, Part D, even uh, all the supplements. Uh, tell us what you do at Ferris Health Partners. Correct. So, so we have th three things that we do. Okay, so we handle the 65 and older. And guess what? I'm turning 65 in September. Oh gosh! So I'm getting all those little pamphlets and stuff like that i've got a box full already yeah um, yeah it's and crazy and now i know what everybody went through yeah. so yeah. anyway um so we have the medicare side then we then i'm usually the guy that handles the under 64 guys the young girls people. yeah and the then um, and then we also do a little bit of group coverage so but you also um, aren't don't you specialize at uh various health partners in uh, VA plans and, oh, yeah, and dealing with veterans. Yes, that's correct. Um, Pam Sinzo has uh, loaded that up on me because I'm around veterans a lot, and uh, and there's really some unique situations that seem to never change. Yeah, with the and, VA. And just to, uh, just to point out, um, uh, Pam is your wife and also the co-founder of Veris Health Partners, and you all are located, uh, you know, in the same building we are at two eight one zero east Cervani street so uh and and you know on the near east side of pensacola right but uh, you all also have uh uh what is it five or six other people uh that work with you in medicare that's correct so um we have agents that, that actually do the same thing that we do mm -hmm. uh we're more like in the ed education piece we like talking to people and trying to clear up all the cloudy um things of medicare right <laughs> and, and you made a reference that uh okay you're turning 65 one I turned 65 in September. Oh, so you this, did? Yeah. Okay, so. No, this September. Oh, in up. September. Okay, so we always tell our clients, um, you know, watch out. I mean, when you trip over age 64, your mailbox is going to explode with Medicare mailings. Uh, you know, meet with us to, you know, discuss your Medicare options and things like that. And, of course, you're getting loaded up right now. Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, I was, I'm getting a box and just loaded it in for for when Pam teaches her next class. Right. It's like here, here's all the stuff we got. Yeah. Hey, here's what was unique about this situation the other day, Bob. Yeah. And, and Katie. Uh, so I'm waiting for my card to come in, my A and B card. And uh, there was a, a piece of mail that looked like it came exactly from Social Security. Okay. So I opened it, and then. Even inside, it looked like that came from, they wanted you to fill out all your personal information and uh, send that back in. Oh, I know where you're going with this. This this was a vendor. Yes, it was a it vendor. Was a, and you it got down to the bottom and read it, the small thing, it was a vendor. Lots of red, white, and blue. Yeah. Just like, uh, oh yeah. my gosh, I've seen, I've seen things like that. Um, I've actually received things like that. Like, you need to take action. And this is what's going on. And, and you know what? I mean, it's true. It's true. You do need to take action. Yes. I mean, 
Who at 65 should not enroll in Medicare? Who should who not? Who should not, yeah. Um, everybody should sign. Once you hit 65, you better join. That's, uh, that's right? Yeah, that's what you you're doing. That, I mean, everybody is scratching and clawing to get to age 65. Yeah. That's why a lot of people in their 60s work until 65. So oh, they, yeah. We see that trend yeah. big time now. Right. People are working past 65. <laughs> right. So, right. So, okay. so uh, all right, you get loaded up. Finish the story. I want to hear... Uh, I want to hear, or did I ruin it? No, no. The the so uh, Pam was actually filling that out, start to get ready to fill it out. We're, then she goes, she was, she finally caught us. This is not s- from CMS, Medicare Services. And I was like, whoa, you're right. Wow. <laughs> so this is also a time uh, that we see a lot of uh, scams going on. So um, just be aware of that um, if it looks suspicious, it probably is. Yeah. I have I have a friend that uh, uh, turned uh, 64 a couple of months ago, and uh, yeah, uh, just tons of mail about <laughs> Medicare because really everybody does need to you know yeah. at, at least meet with a professional, uh, find out exactly what you need to do, and then you know um, and uh, you know someone like you, Pam, or anybody on your staff at Veris Health Partners, but. Um, what are some of the things to look for uh, at age 64? What should you be doing? Or let's say at age 64 and a half. Yeah, so, so um, the, the big thing is, is to keep in mind there's, there's certain periods where you need to be enrolled, okay? And one of them is your initial enrollment period. Uh, that's that's uh, seven months out or seven months. So you, the first three months, then your birth month, then the th- three months after that, you should be locking down how you're going to approach Medicare. Am I going to still work? Am I still working? Do I get Part B? Do I not get Part B? Do I get Part A? You know, those are the types of decisions you need to make, especially if you're working. Right. Uh, you could be on a, sp- a spouse's plan, too, and decide, hey, well, maybe it's e- cheaper for me to go on Medicare. Maybe it's not. So those are the types of decisions you have to make in those, in those first, I don't want to say first seven months, but in that seven-month period. That's very important to keep you from getting any penalties um, uh, that will follow you. And that's uh, the month of your birthday and three months on either side of it. Correct. Okay. Um, why would anybody wait? until after their 65th birthday to yeah um if you have credible coverage and that usually comes from a from an employer plan um you would uh, in some cases you would not in uh, in one particular area i always we always look at when we when we sit down with somebody who's still on an employer plan is their medications that's usually the big issue if you're still on your employer plan uh, your medications are probably going to be a little bit cheaper than going um, uh, on a Medicare Advantage plan or a supplement with a prescription drug plan. So those are one of the key areas you need to look at um, and decide whether or not you're going to make the jump or not. So, okay. uh, so, and, so and make sure you're talking to a financial planner too because this always comes up, yeah. okay, Irma. So just remember Irma, yeah. that's the only thing I can say, Irma. So talk to your financial planner before you hit – 63 would be a very good idea yeah yeah and and what keith is referencing there is uh we have a lot of folks that retire at 65 from a high-paying job and all of a sudden they qualify for medicare right they're 65 correct um but irma 
Tell me what IRMA stands for. It's I R M double A. Gosh, I. Let's call Pam. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Okay, but I just know you're going to pay more. <laughs> I've never heard anybody call it anything but Irma, but it yeah. does obviously it does stand for something. Um, but what happens? There is a two year look back to see how much money you paid uh, when you were excuse me how much money you made when you were 63 years old. So you have somebody, and arguably in your peak 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 earning years. Uh, making a lot of money. They retire at 65, and then they look back to 63 and 64, 64 when you're 66, right? And um, the the numbers really jump out at you. Let me let me give you an example. If you are, if, uh, if you make as an individual under $91,000 uh, in the year of, um, in the year you turned 65, let's say 2022, they, they look back to see what you made in 2020, all right? And what your income in was in 2020 dictates how much your Part B premium is. And the low water mark on that, you know, and Medicare is not free, right? Let's let's make that clear. It's, it's a great, um, you know, it's a great benefit. And I, I think we can say this, Part A, Part A, the Advantage Plan, at least the policy, is free. Correct. Part B is not. And again, the low water mark is $170.10 per month is what you would pay. Now, in the in the instance of my friend who was who was doing well and again in their peak earning years, they were they paid for the first they he will be paying for the first year every month 578 bucks a month. Mm. Yep. Unbelievable. So, it, you know, but you don't know what you don't know. And Irma's huge. Irma, Irma is part of what we discuss in, in doing financial planning, retirement planning, um, you know, and, you know, even, uh, even, you know, that's a drain on your estate. So even estate planning. I mean, 578 bucks a month is, uh, help me out there, what is that, 7,200 bucks a year almost. Yeah. 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 Over 7,000 a year. That's a lot. Yeah. I first learned that uh, probably eight, nine years ago. Mm-hmm. So one of my groups that I had was a uh, hardware store that had, held uh, a couple other areas. And and uh, I looked at them, and I said, you know, they're turning 65. And I, I was like, uh-oh. I said, what is your income? And it was well over 500000 yeah. uh, uh a year. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah. Says, what do you mean? Uh oh! I said you've been talking to your to your uh, financial guy, and he she goes, yeah. I said, didn't pre- prep you for the two year look back? No. Right. I was like, well, you better find another. I did. But I you did, know I what? I did say it. I said you should probably look at another. Yeah. Financial make, planner. Yeah, you, you, you need to know about it. now. Now, what can you do about it? You know, um, you know, you, you're probably getting what you call credible coverage through your employer. Um, you may be self-employed and have that coverage. Uh, you're still, you know, it doesn't change that magical date of 65. No. But you may want to, uh, uh, you know, especially if you're self-employed, you can control how you get paid, right? Correct. You know, yep. it's, it's uh, you know, it's not uh, like you're waiting on your, and, and in the instance of my friend who is self-employed, has his own business, he just paid himself, you know, especially those last two years of working, more than he ever made. Yeah, 
<laughs> so that hurts. That hurts. Um, okay, enough on Irma. Yeah, enough on Irma. Sorry. We want to talk about. Uh, uh, we want to talk about Medicare changes. We want to. We also want to talk about. Uh, Keith pointed out to me that, uh, and I knew this, but not as loosely, uh, a little more loosely than than how you put it, that Pensacola, Florida, and this MSA, this Metropolitan Statistical Area, has the highest concentration of not only uh, active military, but retired military veterans uh, of any place. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Now, we're, does that that the, that stretches over to uh, Fort, uh, Walton, Fort Walton Beach, and yeah. of course captures Eglin and Hurlburt, and uh, yeah, you think of all the bases around here, it's uh, it's no wonder. And I and I think another one would probably be the the Greater Norfolk area, you know, Virginia Beach, where uh, you know there's a you know the big uh, uh, NAS. NAS Norfolk. Yeah. I there. think they're moving down here, though. Yeah, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think many what? stay there. You know what? We have friends. We have friends that uh, they spent a lot of their career here, and mm-hmm. um, they have a place up there, in, actually in Virginia Beach, okay? Not Norfolk. But uh, although there's nice places in Norfolk, I, I like that area. i got to be careful saying that word. So in, <laughs> uh, in Virginia Beach, they have a place, and they go up there for the hot, hot summers. And then uh, stay in Pensacola, specifically Pensacola Beach, um, mm-hmm. you know, during the winters. Mm-hmm. Seems to make sense. Yeah. But high concentration here in the Pensacola MSA of active military and retired military, which leads us to um, uh, VA, uh, VA, Medicare VA benefits. And talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I seem to be... Pam's asked me to take the lead on this, so I'll probably do this, and I do work with a lot of veterans. Um, so um, there's there's two ways that uh, veterans get their, their health care. One's through uh, what we call TRICARE, and TRICARE for life if you're 65 and older. The other one is if you're just strictly u- using the VA benefits at the clinics and the hospitals. Well, the uh, we always run into this problem when that happens when they turn 65 that they don't pick up a and b unfortunately is is it the mentality of the veterans are you know our um our wonderful veterans that they think that tricare is just hey you know and i look i've been you know sort of dismissed you know when i say now tell me about your your medical benefits your health care benefits going oh let me stop you right there i have tricare and that's kind of a a conversation ender but uh yes they should actually Go ahead and enroll in Medicare. Yeah. So, tr- so anybody who has Tricare that's retired and that's retirees that are in the military for twenty plus years, um, and uh, another one is Champ VA, which is prior to Tricare. They try to do a flip, but those two those two events when you turn sixty five, you absolutely have to get your A and B. Okay. That's 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 the. The bottom line if you don't get that then you don't you really you're not getting any services okay so that's the first thing and i'm actually a retired veteran and i just went through that whole process of ordering my a and b and stuff like that and that's a good reason why you want to start getting your a and b card as soon as in that first three months get that done because it's taken them two months now to give it to me so um, but you you have to change over, otherwise you'll lose your coverage with that. You have to have Part B for Tricare for Life and Part B for Champus, Champ VA. 
if you don't get it, you're going to be in a world of trouble. Do the so, penalties apply if you don't get it? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, okay. they're not exempt from it. Wow. No. Okay. Um, even though you, I mean, okay, so, and explain the penalty. Um, what is it per month? Um, it, it, per year. Uh, so, here's a crazy, here's a crazy thing. So, um, there is penalties for Part D, and then there's penalties for Part B not getting it on time. And those penalties, and I don't know the figures right off the top of my hand. One of them's ten percent a year. The other one's one one percent for yeah. every month right. that you wait, yeah. and it never goes away. It never goes away. Right. So you live to be um, ninety, a hundred years old. Yes. You know the tens of thousands of extra money that you've spent over your lifetime by not enrolling in a timely manner. And I actually. Over there in Brevard County, I actually ran into a veteran who was like that. That uh, was in his 87s and never got Part B. When we when we when we were looking at the numbers, he um, it was it was like having a big old $500 employer plan. So, wow! Wow! So the poor guy, he didn't know. He thought he was covered. You were telling me a story the other day about uh, um, or recently about uh, somebody that. Oh, let me say this. We would love to take your calls uh, if you have any questions concerning Medicare, anything having to do with Medicare. Um, we have an expert on VA Medicare and VA benefits on the show, and that's Keith Giles with Verus Health Partners. But if you have any questions, comments, uh, or just have a story to share, the number is 850-437-1620. So call us if you have uh, questions or a story to share. Um, yeah, you were telling me a story about somebody that uh, had uh, had to use, had to go to the emergency room. Oh, okay. So and and yeah, and the time the timing of that. So yeah. go ahead and tell that story. So people who do who do not have Tricare, they use the VA clinic or the VA hospital systems if they're eligible to use that. Mm -hmm. So what happened was this particular gentleman had to um, go to the emergency room. And uh, since the, there was, he was at a place where it was a clinic, he didn't have a VA hospital, he had to go to an out-of-network uh, emergency room. Well, here's the kicker on that. If you do not report that you are going to the emergency room within 72 hours, you pick up the full bill. VA is not going to pay for it. And that's if you go, that's kind of like out of network for VA. Right? right. And so if you go to Sacred Heart Baptist and you have something, and, and look, usually when it's an emergency, uh, you go to the closest one, right? That's correct. And uh, so it, it, it may not even have anything to do with where you are, you know? You're that's just right. going to the closest place. Yeah. You could be on vacation. Yeah, you could be on vacation, which is, yeah. How about, out of, yeah, I don't even want to get If you end up in ICU, how are you going to report in 72 hours? <coughs> And guess what? Do you know how many people I know that get hurt or something happens on vacation? That's when they pull out all the stops. I'm going to do this, windsurf. I'm going to, you know. Uh, yeah, you've got surfing stories yourself. Okay. <laughs> so um, so anyway, this guy, this guy goes to um, uh, one of the local hospitals, not the VA, and doesn't re did not report it is that right he did not report it within 72 hours right that's three days folks mm -hmm. he's stuck with the bill 
with the medical bill. I don't know exactly. And you know, emergency emergency room bills are, yeah, you know, are nothing to. Yeah, I, I mean, they're usually very, very high. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Okay, so that now and and all of that is because this person, this individual, did not enroll. Uh, that's correct. So uh, the one way to cover that that coverage is have put them on. What we do is we we match them up with um, with a Medicare Advantage plan. Okay. So and, and that covers your gap. So still use your VA benefits when they're there. But you know on the on the you know to back you up, you have an Advantage plan. You can go anywhere you well I don't want to say anywhere you want, but you can eliminate that seventy two hour thing. Right. So and it doesn't cost you. I mean a Medicare Advantage plan just costs you zero. You still have to get your Part A and Part B, but um, uh, there are special arrangements and actually a lot of benefits that you can get from a Medicare Advantage plan, like uh, extra dental, vision, things like that. Right. Um, transportation is one big thing that you can get if you need to get back and forth to the, to the clinic. You can use that. Um, so yeah. th- those are the types of advantages of doing that. But the more important thing is you're not going to go broke. Right. And I'm I'm always amazed at how vertically integrated the the, the military is. You know, um, all of the uh, all of the uh, retired military that we have here, and I'm sure part of the big draw is having that VA hospital, having having access to all of the, you know, all of the medical uh, uh, experts over there at the VA, you know, yeah. or at the uh, the exchange, being able to use the exchange and all of the all of the military benefits when you have uh i mean you know i know staying yeah. over there on base uh yeah. launching your boat just using the golf course right mm-hmm. yeah. it's, amazing. it's amazing so it's uh it's really nice to have that and you know it's no wonder our uh our retired military chooses to to live in pensacola or, yeah. or anywhere around here but uh all right, I know that we are taking a break here very shortly. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about uh, changes in Medicare for 2022. And then we also want to talk about a little bit about long-term care, right, Keith? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to take a quick break here. Um, but I want to remind you, you can text or call into the show this morning, 850-437-1620. It's always more fun when people hop into the conversation. So if you'd like to text in, ask Bob your questions, of course, Keith as well, or Katie, put her in the hot seat. 850-437-1620. You're listening to Winning with Mainstay Financial on the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. I'm Jenna Barr. We've got more for you coming up. Stay tuned for a Fox News update, followed by David Wayne in the newsroom. back right jenna we're back we're back in the meat locker yes <laughs> i'm trying <coughs> i'm trying my best here it's pretty cool in here it's nice well we gotta hey, keep better the cold cool. better cold than warm i know um katie always brings a sweater yeah she's tucked in there like a little eskimo yeah 
Yeah, she's smart. I should yeah, be this it's pretty cold in here. All right, so Keith. Keeps us awake. One of the things we always do, we, we talk about Medicare like it's only for folks approaching 65 or over age 65. And for all intents and purposes, you know, as a big general blanket statement, that's when it, that's when it uh, becomes important to most of us. But in the event that you, you're disabled, and I believe you have to be uh, adjudicated disabled uh, for 24 months, you qualify for Medicare at any age. Correct. Um, you also assist folks that, <coughs> excuse me, that have um, uh, that have that have no credible coverage with right. their employer, and and let's say they choose not to be employed, or they're no longer working, or mm-hmm. um, or perhaps I don't know, maybe they can get a maybe they can get a better plan on the open market, right? That's correct. Yeah, so this happens a lot for people who come in and see us that uh, one of the spouses has uh, is not turning 65 and the other one's turning 65. So we look for ways to uh, give them the options on different ways to get their, their health insurance in the marketplace or maybe going to medical cost sharing or maybe going short term till they turn 65. There, there's lots of avenues to do that. Um, for people who are um, um, when I handle the 64 and under it's there's a lot more options than's out there and uh, the tax credits if you're going on the marketplace can be quite rewarding let's put it that way so uh, I usually use this this point if you're making only 13,000 a year you're probably gonna get a really good plan for like zero dollars so so but yeah that's most of the people are in the you know 50 50k you're still getting a really good plan it might even be cheaper than the one you're getting from your employer so um anyway i probably should not say that because now everybody's gonna want to jump off and and don't do that okay (laughs) so um, well now i actually know people that have done that yeah so talk to me before you do that because you, you actually have this thing called what we call family glitch with that and it may be affordable to the to the uh to the employer e but it's not affordable if you add that your spouse and everything else in it so that's why people will drop and then they come to me and i say well you don't qualify because you had an affordable plan so uh, on the exchange so those things are a little tricky there's still avenues if you don't use the marketplace that it's going to be uh, 30 to 60 percent cheaper one of them i think i was in medical cost sharing uh, but there's some underwriting with that in short term there's some underwriting as that as well so okay. there's options out there for you and um you know just give us a call and, and we'll go over it real quick with you and see where you where you sit and we'll kind yeah. of give you some advice and the point being it it isn't always for folks approaching age 65 or over age 65 right um uh, you know if you've been disabled for 24 months certainly you work in that space and for folks that are unemployed um or in between employers mm-hmm. uh that works as well all right yeah, so, so the people who uh, like disabled, so um, our CFO, she, she, um, one of her, one of her uh, kids is, has Down syndrome, and he's on Medicare. And okay. He's, he's, um, he's been on it for a little while. I actually have a son as well um, that is on uh, Medicare disability, okay. and he's drawing SSI. He's also on a, on a plan with them and uh, with um, – 
actually he's on a dual plan so he's not making a lot of money he's just getting social security benefits but he's getting his medication so um gotcha there's, there's ways if you're disabled um i've seen this happen before where um the lawyers are getting involved and they're because of the disability and the lawyers finally uh get it through that uh they are liable or uh it, it goes in their favor and the um the judge will backdate that 24 months to when they first filed the claim okay and um and uh, that's that's the time that you can make you, you can almost do it like the next month once you get that that letter from them you can actually file file uh, for your medicare stuff so okay does certainly doesn't apply to the masses but uh, you certainly correct. work within that space right. okay what are the big changes for 2022 well in the, terms the, of uh, medicare yeah so so good question there so we're going to see a lot of changes here coming up okay uh, i just want to uh, talk about the first one that you, you you may or may not heard if you're on medicare uh Part B is supposedly going to go down. It has not been written in stone yet, so just don't don't take that as gospel that that uh, it's going to go down this year because it jumped it jumped up pretty high last year for everybody. Yeah. So um, why we'll just keep hold on, Keith? We'll why would it go down? If it goes, so I like to think. See, this is this is what happens when you're around a financial planner. <laughs> well, it, you're going to pay for it. it. You're going to pay for it one way or another, and that's the way I see it. Okay, if it goes down, something else is going to go up. It may right. be your deductible for Part B, which I would probably your deductible would go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they're not. They're moving. Yeah, something. They're moving get, numbers right. around. Yeah, they're okay. moving numbers around. Correct. Okay. So we, we haven't got a we haven't got a solid thing on that. Um, our part A and B we we won't know anything till till um, till I think uh, the fall. What those rates are going to be, your deductibles and out of pocket maximums and stuff like that. So uh, just keep informed. We'll we'll try to keep you updated. And um, and then the other one is that we do know that there that the deductible for your prescription drug plan has gone up okay and that's up to four hundred and eighty dollars no actually it's that was last year now that deductible is five hundred and five dollars and that's for what for your part b or part d prescription drug plans okay so you're out of pocket yep. up, up to that amount yep and and then you're getting some help mm, yeah so how much help so so your your deductible really doesn't in a lot of the, the PDP plans it doesn't really kick into effect until you're on brand name drugs. So okay. otherwise you're paying nic nickel I don't want to say nickel and dimes but you know you're two dollars here for yeah. for a prescription for a uh, a generic brand. Right. Right. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? You know. Yeah. Hey. So here's uh, yeah and and I just think. Um, that policy decision to lower the premium, raise the deductible, is just a very loud and clear message to stay healthy. You yes. know, I personally would rather have a lower premium and a higher deductible and not say take my chances, but work to, to stay healthy and, you know, uh, take care of myself. Right. And I think w that's the plan for everybody, but it uh, doesn't always work out that way. 
Um, but yeah, give me a lo- give me a lower yeah. premium and a higher deductible. I'll be yeah. fine. Well, we have a, a, a we, we have a network out here called VIP now. That's really I think is going to be good for getting pe- people healthy. Um, just be aware of it. We'll probably start posting some information on it. But uh, really, it's the old. It's almost the old school way that we we get healthcare. Everything was driven by your your primary care doctor. They're going to control everything. They're not going to send you to places that that you don't really need to go. And and it's just well, um, when you say VIP, is that a product? It's it's what the name of the brand or the brand name for it's a the, brand. Yeah. Okay. So it's it has a network of doctors uh, that are primary care and they're going to manage your care. I got you. Okay, the way it was, and you're not going to spend like five minutes with them, and you're out the room. These, okay. These guys are really going to do a good job of, of uh, sitting down with you, understanding who you are, what what your goals are, and things like that, and work with you. So, uh, we're kind of excited about that because that's the way it used to be, right? Okay. So who? I'll tell you who's really getting hammered are the people that um, didn't uh, didn't earn the credits, right? Their pre- their premiums are going up. Uh, in some cases, 10, 20-fold. Yes, yes. Now, why is that? Is that just saying, is is the message there, get your 40, 40 credits? Yeah, so, yeah, I don't I haven't run into those too often, but I sometimes, most of the time it happens when I when I have somebody coming in from out of, out of country and they start, but they usually when they come live here they don't seem to have a problem buying that much so yeah um but yeah that it, it becomes unaffordable really yeah if you think about it right so, if we think about it it's really like, so that yeah that's that. that's a good example of somebody that's moving here yeah. from somewhere else yeah um and they're and and they're not married correct yeah. Yeah. So my advice would be find somebody who uh, is already paid into it and get married. <laughs> <laughs> great. <coughs> That's great. Okay. But uh, and, but it's it's just like social security. You got to pay. You have to have the. Uh, you know, we used to call them quarters. We used to just call it ten years. I think you still call it that. I call it yeah. Yeah. But uh, the forty credits is you know really the magic number, and if you're if you're working uh, 40 quarters, 10 years, you've pretty much got that, right? Yep. And if you're, you know, of course, if you're married and the spouse is, has uh, already, you know, already accomplished that, you're fine. Right. Correct? Correct. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know who that would apply to other than people that have been, uh, other than folks that are single or have moved here from somewhere else. Right. Or maybe. I've just been a housewife. How about this? And got a divorce. That's the problem. Yeah, no, they can still claim on that. Yeah, how about uh, how about folks that work overseas and don't and and aren't paying into the system? Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I have. Think, I got because I know that people one. that spend a lifetime doing that. I, yeah, you know my. Um, yeah, we we've got clients that do that. They go overseas. They work, you know, maybe in the Middle East, but they don't. They you know part of the big draw of that job is they're not paying taxes. Right, because they're earning it over there. So mm-hmm. I'll bet I'll bet those those folks also have that issue, or may creep up on that issue. You know, that's a good yeah, um, that's good research. I got to do hey, that like, hey. or a CPA or something. Thanks for making my life more difficult. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, you know, I know, I know, I know enough about Medicare to be dangerous, and you mm-hmm. know that. Um, we send them down the hall to Pam and Keith, and really, that's what you do. 
that is your area of expertise, a great compliment to what we do. Um, but if, you, um, if you'd like to schedule an appointment with uh, Keith or Pam or one of the Medicare professionals, uh, please call our office at 850-437-3127, and we'd be happy to set up an appointment uh, with Pam and or Keith. Uh, to get and and look if you're 64 or approaching you know 65 um, or maybe maybe you're not 64 yet and you just want to get ahead of it um, you know they can come see you schedule a time and I think you know Katie pointed something out I think it's I think it's really interesting to point out how you get paid and how there's no additional cost or incremental cost for them coming to see you because how do you get paid well, um, yeah, we, we were having a conversation offline, and and uh, Katie Katie asked me, how do you get how do you get paid? Well, um, so for Medicare sales, we get we get paid by the carrier, so that that's kind of um, how we how we get paid, and we do that as well when when I'm talking about individual coverage, I sign you up on a on a Obamacare or Biden Care now, um, I sign you up on that, I get we get like $15 a, a head so per month on that so that's how we get we get paid by the by the uh, by the carrier by the, by the vendor yeah. whoever you sign up with and it does not come out of their pocket so right. if they went directly to this company or carrier mm -hmm. they'd be saying they'd be paying the same amount that's correct okay but um you know so you know i always talk about the decision that's been made at a much higher level than ours is hey if we're not having to answer our phones, answer questions, or even meet with these pe people, you know, in person. And Keith and Pam do. They're going to pay you uh, to do that for them because you're licensed with the company to, uh, uh, you know, to sell Medicare policies. Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great arrangement. Yeah. But I think, you know, um, any consumer out there – you know, I just think the best question of all is to ask people how they get paid and what, it, you know, not necessarily what is this going to cost me um, because you are going to be paying the premiums, but right. you're not going to be paying anything in addition to what you would normally pay. Correct. That comes from the carrier Correct. to uh, various health partners. Um, so, so one thing different that I do that my Pam, that Pam doesn't do, okay, is that um, she doesn't accept anything from her clients. But if you want to bring me like an empanadas or something like that or some food, I'd be glad to take it and eat it. It would be fact, nice will... if you could say it right. Aren't they empanadas? Yeah, something like empanada. that. Empanada? Yeah. I think it's an empanada. <laughs> is it really? Is it empanada? Well, maybe yeah. somebody can help us there. Yeah, somebody call me. I don't know. I don't know. It's empanada. Oh, so, maybe I'm thinking of. So uh, I will. I will cancel an appointment if if you yeah, bring Keith, me and stuff Keith like that. Keith will work for food. Yeah, Keith works for food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So I did. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, empanadas are uh, Puerto Rican. Is that correct? I think you, so. I, don't I just know. know they're really good. They are good. They yeah. are good. I did, I just don't Done know right. where. Where do you get them? Well, I had a uh, Wanda. I can remember her name because she would call me. Yeah, I made some. Uh, some. Empanadas. empanadas for you and i was like uh okay i'll cancel everything and i'll be over there <laughs> <laughs> there was this that good I, I i don't know i like to eat so client yeah she was client oh very good very good so you so. literally did work for food then <laughs> yeah all right what other changes for 2022 or 2023 so like i said uh, i talked earlier about the um the 
mystical is is our premiums going down for part b we don't know that we won't know um what it really is going to happen until the fall sometime uh, the only thing that's really come out is what your uh, donut holes are and your deductibles for your prescription drug plans. Um, so just be prepared for that. Uh, there's one thing called what, what uh, Pam always likes to say, and it's a very good idea. There's this thing called ANOX, which is Annual Notice of Change. If you get that in the mail, and that comes from your carrier, and all that is, is saying that, is here's the changes in your plan please keep that look at it learn it what's that learn live love it or something like that yeah yeah because that's your changes it'll tell you hey your it'll tell you just about everything if your copays go up your deductibles go up or whatever just keep that and when you come in if you if you're a client of pam's uh or or one of my clients then just bring that in with you and we'll go over it together if we got any questions because that's going to tell you whether or not you're going to make the move to another plan or a you know into a supplement or whatever you want to do so that, annual that's notice of change you yeah. call it an ANOC I see that yeah. in a lot of the literature mm -hmm. and uh, never knew what it meant um, ANOC uh, so you know a couple of takeaways ANOC uh, annual notice of change. Pay attention to that. If you're approaching age 65, you better get after it. Give yep. give Keith and Pam a call. Um, also, Irma, Irma yes. uh, is is something to pay special attention to as you're approaching age 65. Okay, uh, Keith, we have a question, and I'm going to have Jenna read it because she's got it in front of her. Yeah, Go we've ahead. got about three minutes left. So if you'd like to <coughs> squeeze in another question, 850-437-1620. This is kind of a medical question, maybe in your opinion, Keith. Uh, before people get older and if maybe they have current health ish insurance, um, should they get likely needed surgeries, you know, like a knee surgery, a foot surgery? Should it get done before 65 to get better coverage? Okay, so if you, you have something like that, it's a pre-existing condition. So that limits us on w which, which avenue we can go. Okay, so there's two ways to do this, all right? One is we get you on the exchange, which is Biden Care, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it. Um, if, we can, if, if we can get you on that, that's our first step. And if you need surgery, that's the way to go, all right? Otherwise be a smart health consumer and if you have the access to money you might find it a lot cheaper just paying it cash mm. so i'll give you a tip people if you're out there mdsave.com <coughs> okay what is mdsave.com so it tells you what the cash price is wow for for medicaid medicaid Okay. For, for any now, medical service. Now, look, I, when I was listening to the question, I have one. Uh, let's tell me if I'm correct here, Jenna, because I don't have it in front of me. The listener is asking, should they have it done while they're still employed with their employer? While they have other insurance. Like, other well, insurance. Is Medicare better coverage with the surgeries? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I would think if it's a problem and an issue, I don't know. Uh, get it done. Yeah, give it, give us a call because it sounds like you have a plan <clears throat> and whether or not you're trying to weigh, weigh off whether it's to stay with your, your other plan or go on Medicare. I can say this. I know a lot of people uh, with their employer, they will 
choose the you know catastrophic plan it's the low premium right and you're living a pretty healthy life but maybe you've got you know this uh, this thing you've been wanting to get done for the last couple of years yes. but it's not debilitating um, and I you know I yeah it's a pre-existing condition right. but you can get that thing you know also looked at it and it, and it pr- gets progressively worse and then you know you hit 65 and quite possibly you have better coverage yeah you know yeah i don't yeah. see anything wrong with I, that i'm very much a board guy so i like putting everything on a board and let's write all this down and then figure it out right right yeah so okay all right any last tips for our listeners about medicare uh or yeah. uh va medicare yeah so so anybody on va benefits i'm still running this like i said uh when you're using a clinic and stuff like that please consider getting a and b when you can okay we don't want you to get penalized all right um and if you got questions guys come talk come talk to me and uh i'll be able to give you that extra what what do we what do we call it uh bow and oh oh uh, that extra arrow in your quiver that's right i I understand that's what we call medicare all right so give us a call at 850-437-3127 if you'd like to set up a uh uh, schedule a meeting with uh keith giles or pam giles of Veris health partners for medic all your medicare needs have a great week everyone thanks for joining us bye everyone